0: wants to try my 18-layer dip. It's got beans, cheese, bird seed, guac, chocolate chip. One warning, if you're allergic to uh, peanuts or bee stings, I would eat it. What's you talking
1: about? Who the hell are you talking to?
0: Charlie Blackman is the batting champion. More like the ugly champion. If God doesn't like the Broncos, then why is the sky blue and the sunsets orange? Welcome into the All Color Everything podcast. This is Ace, where we talk everything Colorado from Nuggets to Broncos to Avalanche to Buffs to Rockies three times a week, three stories, about 15 to 20 minutes to start your day with some amazing Colorado news conversation analyst and discussion. Today, it is all Denver Nuggets because training camp is less than three weeks away. We're past that Labor Day point. Uh, Joker's back into town, and we're just so excited. And today, we are talking with Harrison Wynn from DNVR. I'm Matt Kennedy, your host, and let's get started into it. The Denver Nuggets, along with the rest of the NBA, will start their training camp in less than three weeks. So it is official. We can start thinking analyzing, and finally sounding off with what we think the season will look like without sounding too much like an analytical fanboy who only thinks about basketball, which, you know what, that's not a bad thing either. The Nuggets finished last year with a sweep in the second round to the Phoenix Suns, who they actually will face in the first game this year on October 20th on ESPN. Last year for the Nuggets, it will be remembered for what could have been in the playoffs. Just kidding. It will not be remembered for that, nor the sweep by Phoenix, but the reigning MVP year of the joker, Nikola Jokic. Let's face it, we all knew that Denver was not gonna make it far in the playoffs, especially in that competitive Western Conference without a full squad, specifically without Jamal Murray, who was still recovering with the torn ACL. Um, we're expecting him back in February, March, late winter, early spring, maybe sooner. Fingers crossed, we're praying for it. We know that Denver will remember Nikola's MVP season, but will the rest of the NBA? Because it appears... That the rest of the basketball world elites have forgotten what was the best season potentially ever for an NBA center. Jokic beat out Chris Paul, Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron, Joel Embiid, and Steph Curry for the best player in the world last season. However, we can analyze that the NBA really doesn't care about uh, at least the Denver Nuggets. We know they care about Jokic, but do they care about (laughs) Denver? I mean, we look at the Christmas games this year. No Nuggets and no Jokic. We see the Knicks versus the Hawks, and the Mavs versus the Jazz. We see LeBron, but we don't have the MVP. Whose fault is that? Well, some people will say it's Denver's because they can't help out their main man. I will say this is typical Nug Life for you. It's nothing new, but that's enough ranting for today. That horse has already been beaten way too many times. ESPN has the Nuggets ranked seventh in the latest offseason power rankings following the free agency frenzy. Latest additions feature Jeff Green and then the draft from Bones Highland. Returning players that re-signed were Will Barton and Austin Rivers. The biggest exit for Denver was our very own dad, Paul Millsap. He has since agreed to sign with the Nets in Brooklyn. We can approach this season with a couple of theories. One, that Denver healthy is ready to compete for an NBA championship. We are thinking the same thing after the bubble where they made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. They beat the Clippers. They beat the Jazz. And then last year with Jamal Murray's injury, we retracted that statement. We figured Denver, all they needed was their main man and Jamal Murray to make a run. But without him, it's probably not possible. I would say that opinion holds steadfast to this year. And the only thing that can really change that, at least change the opinion of the fans, was if MPJ, Michael Porter Jr., had an even more breakout season than he did last year. Become an absolute scoring machine, potentially an all-star, last year. He averaged 19 points per game, 7.3 rebounds per game, and 1.1 assists per game with a 52.4 clip on average shooting percentage from the floor. His three-point percentage was 44.5, one of the best on the team. Then we can also look at the new addition Denver brought in via the draft. Bones Highland from VCU, who was drafted by Denver with the 26th overall pick in this year's draft. The shooter, his first name is actually Nashawn, but I highly doubt we'll actually be calling him that this season because when you have a nickname like Bones, that's going to stick with you for a while. He finished his last collegiate season averaging 19.5 points per game, 4.7 rebounds per game, 2.1 assists per game, and shooting 44.7 from the floor, he also shined in the NBA Summer League, where he averaged 19.8 points per game, 4.8 assists, and then he also had 13.2 turnovers, which needs to be cleaned up uh, in his rookie season. Well, we even see him though, because that bench is so deep for the Nuggets. When you have Jermichael Green, when you have Jeff Green, when you have Monty Morris, when you have Bones—I mean, I, like this, this Den, this Denver bench. Uh, Harrison's going to say in just a second, it's a boring bench. That's not a bad thing because we know what we're going to get from this team. We're not going to be like the Lakers where we have an average age of 57. The Nuggets are young. They're versatile. They know what they're capable of. They just need to put it all together and stay healthy. And hopefully when Jamal Murray comes back, we'll have it all together. He'll just be that little icing on the cake, the little cherry on top, to hopefully seal an NBA championship competing season winning. We will see. As for right now, let's get joined by Harrison Wynn from DNVR, the Denver Nuggets beat reporter on all Colorado, everything. Okay, here with Harrison Wynn from DNVR. Harrison, first and foremost, how excited are you for the upcoming weeks, man? Is this when you start to feel a little bit excited for the season? Is this kind of like, is this when the the goosebumps start coming
1: a little bit? Is this when your hair starts to rise up thinking about the possibility of what's going to happen? Definitely Labor Day is really like the unofficial beginning of when you want to start thinking about the NBA season. Guys are getting back in town. You know, we'll, we'll see more photos, videos leak out from the Nuggets uh, during Red Rocks workouts, open yeah. gyms, stuff like that. Nicole Jokic is back in town. So Labor Day is the unofficial start, but yeah, the juices are definitely flowing right now. When, uh, when, when Nicola came back when this the the, the the video
0: of him running across across Red Rocks and of course him at top speed, the fastest player ever in history, that that got people excited and I think when when he came back into town it's officially
1: official. The MVP is uh, is now the face of, of Denver basketball probably forever. Yeah, I mean if he's doing workouts uh, on a 95 degree day in September, that, that that gets you going a little. That That's oh, yeah. inspiring stuff right there. Totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Harrison, I mean, as we're talking about training camp, less than
0: three weeks away, uh, the excitement can only build from here. Denver is starting to get back to make another deep postseason run. As we inch closer, what are the main things that you're thinking about? What are the main concerns, the main excitements? What, what's driving your brain right now thinking about Denver Nuggets basketball as we inch closer to, to training camp?
1: Yeah, it's really the story of this season, or at least what I think is going to be the story of this season, and it's how Denver's going to survive without Jamal Murray for the first three months, the first four months. I mean, we don't really know until we get closer to February to March when he's expected to be back. And because of that, I mean, the real story in my mind to that is how Michael Porter Jr. is going to potentially make a leap and potentially – You know, take on such a scoring load that Jamal Murray's not going to be able to give you on a night-to-night basis, Uh, how he's going to take on that responsibility, the pressure, how he's going to grow his game. So, I mean, it's tough to think about what the Nuggets are going to look like whole uh, because they're not going to be whole for a while. And so you've got to make do with what you've got. And Denver proved at the end of last season that they can win, regular season games and even a playoff series yeah. without Jamal Murray. So in my mind, that's going to be really the story from now until he gets back. Sure. How does Denver survive and how high can Michael Porter Jr. Raise his game in the meantime?
0: So after the the transactions and the draft at the end of the 2021 2022 season, that is what you think. What do you think will be the end story? Of course, after last year, Known as the 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 MVP crowning of Nikola Jokic, the the the, two, the 2020 season will be known as the bubble three and one comeback miracle season. What will be the story, according to your predictions, of the 2021 22 season? Will it be the uh, the the forthcoming of of the star MPJ?
1: Yeah, if I had to look into my crystal ball, I I would say yeah, this is the season where Michael Porter Jr. makes a leap from. Yeah, this guy's really good. He's had a couple really good months. He's flashed in a playoff series to, okay, this guy's a bona fide, you know, potential all-star because that's one of the the sneaky storylines is Jamal Murray's never made an all-star team. And I don't think it's necessarily going to happen, but if the Nuggets are, you know, one of the top couple teams in the West, by the time all-star votes are due and Michael Porter Jr. is averaging like 23, 24 points a game. Maybe he makes an all-star team before Jamal Murray. So, crazy yeah, I, I think that it would be my prediction that, you know, over the next three, four months, Michael Porter Jr. becomes a household name. And the biggest story, hopefully be his his Batman and Robin alongside Nicole Jokic, would be
0: the summer edition of Bones Highland, the, the 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 draft pick that the Nuggets had this year. Uh, he performed in the offseason season. Uh, Uh, basically committed himself in the summer league to be as best as he possibly can. And he he shined from your perspective, from your analysis. What are the expectations for Bones as we approach the the season?
1: Yeah, I don't have a ton of expectations for him because it's just generally tough for rookies to play and crack the rotations on good teams. And -hmm. the Nuggets have a deep backcourt. Even though Jamal's not going to be ready to start the season, they've got Monte Morris, they got Fuck Composer, they've got Will Barton and Austin Rivers. So he's going to start as the fifth guard there. And they've even got PJ Dozier too. But I think he's going to get a chance um, because he proved that he can play. Like he can play. He proved that at Summer League. He, he proved that situation, that, that pace of play wasn't too much for him. And look, I don't think he's going to be in the rotation every night. But I think he's going to get a chance because Denver's just going to need his energy. They're going to need just the way he can change up the pace of a game in one play. So I think he's going to get a chance. I think the Nuggets coaching staff is really going to like him. And Michael Malone doesn't typically trust rookies a ton. But I just think Bones' personality, how engaging he is, how hard he plays, I think that's going to jive with Michael Malone.
0: Looking at uh, Bleacher Reports, because they're one of the bigger – names who have done some preseason predictions already. They're predicting the Nuggets record by the end of the season will be 49 and 33. Their first sentence is if they want to have a 50 win season, of course it will be, will be impacted by the rising of MPJ. And if the Nuggets can survive without Jamal Murray, however, we talk about the bench, you just talked about the depth that the Nuggets have, how crucial will they be when it comes to what if Nicola has an off night? What if MPJ has a midseason knee hamstring issue and he's got to miss a couple of games. Can Will Barton, Austin Rivers, Bowen specifically, or Jeff Green, how often are those guys going to stuff up and can they make this Nuggets team a 50-win uh, team this year?
1: Yeah, I think the bench is a reason why Denver can win 50 games this year. Uh, they are really deep. They They do have two players really at every position that could play in pretty much any NBA rotation throughout the league. Uh, that's how deep they are, yeah, and I- I've been saying this throughout the offseason, season h- how the nuggets have assembled their team, the free agents that they brought back and that they went to get. Denver's bench and their depth, they got a pretty boring team, but boring <laughs> is also good yeah. because you know what you're gonna get out of all these guys, Jeff Green, Jamichael Green, Campazo, Austin Rivers. Like, there's not much that's you know left up to the imagination with those guys. They're all really good. They all could play for. A lot of teams in the league, most teams in the league off the bench. So I think Denver's bench is definitely one of its strengths. Last question. Last question. When uh, we're talking about the bench, too, one of the players who we're going to miss on the bench
0: this year, our very own Denver dad, Paul Millsap, he decided to uh, join the Nets. It was definitely the right timing for the move to happen. However, he's definitely going to leave an impact on the players, not just on the court, but of course, as he has as a veteran presence in the locker room, and we're just going to miss him a ton. Who's going to fill that role uh, that Paul had on the Nuggets this year? Well,
1: if you're looking for a guy on the court, who's going to fill it, it's Jeff Green, who I think is definitely going to be a better fit. And I think he's just a better player at this point than Paul Millsap. If you look at how the bench stacked up last year. You had Paul Millsap and Jamichael Green playing with each other. Those guys are really similar players. Uh, They've got similar games. Uh They play a similar style on both ends of the floor. Jeff Green's way more versatile offensively and, and maybe even a bit more versatile defensively in terms of just the types of players he can guard, both guards and big men. So I think it's going to be a better fit uh, with Jeff Green there. But yeah, I mean, you're going to miss Paul Millsap's leadership for sure, just his steady hand. Uh, he had been with Denver for so long, so yeah. there's going to be something missed there. But I think Jeff Green's a better player at this point, so I, I think it's probably an upgrade.
0: A big thank you to Harrison Wynn for joining us on ACE. Follow Harrison on Twitter, at Harrison Win, and also follow the DNVR uh, Nuggets podcast you can find that on all your podcasting forms, and go to the dnvr.com look at all Harrison's content he produces some of the best content in all of the Denver region on everything Nuggets and on All Called Everything on Friday we'll talk Broncos with uh, Locked On Broncos podcast on Cody Rourke as for today that is all we have have a fantastic day happy Wednesday happy hump day and we'll see you next time on All Colorado Everything